0: Welcome to Words of Inspiration with Reverend James T. Brown, Jr., the lead pastor of Tabernacle of Worship. Let's join today's message in progress. Amen. Well, family, today we're continuing in our series, continuing in our series, Evidence of Worship, Evidence of Worship. I want you to turn back with me in your Bible to the book of Genesis, the book of Genesis. This time, we're gonna begin at chapter 48 chapter 48 genesis chapter 48 we're going to begin at verse 8 today genesis chapter 48 and verse 8 and if you didn't get your your reading in last week don't worry we're going to help you with that today we're going to help you with that today glory to his name genesis chapter 48 beginning at verse number eight the word of god reads it says and israel beheld joseph's sons and said Who are these? And Joseph said unto his father, They are my sons, whom God hath given me in this place. And he said, Bring them, I pray thee, unto me, and I will bless them. Now the eyes of Israel were dim for age, so that he could not see. And he brought them near unto him, and he kissed them and embraced them. And Israel said unto Joseph, I had not thought to see thy face, and lo, God hath shown me also thy seed. And Joseph brought them out from between his knees, and he bowed himself with his face to the earth. And Joseph took them both ephraim in his right hand toward israel's left hand and manasseh in his left hand toward israel's right hand and brought them near unto him and israel stretched out his right hand and laid it upon ephraim's head and he for who was the younger and he left and his left hand upon Manasseh's head guiding his hands wittingly for Manasseh was the firstborn and he blessed Joseph and said God before whom my fathers Abraham and Isaac did walk the God which fed me all of all my life long unto this day the angel which redeemed me from all evil. Bless the lads and let my name be named on them and the name of my fathers Abraham and Isaac and let them grow into a multitude in the midst of the earth. And when Joseph saw that his father had laid his right hand upon the head of Ephraim, it displeased him. And he held up his father's hand and to remove it from Ephraim's head unto Manasseh's head. And Joseph said unto his father, not so, my father, for this is the firstborn. Put thy right hand upon his head. And his father refused and said, I know it, my son. I know it. He also shall become a people and he also shall be great. But truly his younger brother shall be greater than he, and his seed shall become a multitude of nations. Today we're speaking from the subject could it be? Could it be? Ah, <laughs> here, here, as in our text, we see that Jacob, or now Israel, was meeting the sons of Joseph, his grandsons, Manasseh and Ephraim, for the first time, the very first time he was meeting them. This is the only place where we see Israel bless the children of his sons. It's the only place where we see him blessing the children of his sons. He blesses his sons before he dies, but not their children not their children, but this is the place where we see him do that. Also, you don't see any of the other sons seeking to have Israel bless their children either. You don't see that, but here Joseph was and had the opportunity where his father said, listen, bring them close to me. I'll bless them, and he took advantage. He was excited. He took advantage of that opportunity. This was an important moment in the lives of both Manasseh and Ephraim, but Something happens that is unexpected, happens that is unexpected. Look back with me at verse 13. Look back with me at verse 13. And it says here in the text, and Joseph took them both, Ephraim in his right hand toward Israel's left hand and Manasseh in his left hand toward Israel's right hand and brought them near unto him. And Israel stretched out his right hand and laid it upon Ephraim's head who is who was the younger and his left hand upon Manasseh's head guiding his hands wittingly for Manasseh was the firstborn was the firstborn the right hand the right hand the reason why the right hand was significant is because it was considered to be the hand of blessing. The hand of blessing. It also is considered to be the hand of strength. And see, this is the person that he can rely on, the person that he can depend on, because he knows that he'll get the job done. That's the right hand man, the right hand man. Again, we even understand Jesus is seated at the right hand of the father, forever making intercession for you and me at the right hand, the right hand. But it's also the hand of blessing, the hand of blessing. And Joseph wanted to make sure that Manasseh, his oldest son, received the greater blessing. He wanted him to receive the greater blessing. You see, it was tradition that the eldest son received the greatest blessing and the greatest inheritance. You remember the story of the prodigal son, don't you? Remember when Jesus taught us that story, he let us know that the, 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 the prodigal, he wanted his inheritance. He wanted his inheritance. So he, so the father had to divide his, his, his estate into three parts, into three parts to give him his part. But the double portion, the greater inheritance, went to the eldest son, the eldest son. So here he wanted him to make sure that he received the greater blessing, the greater blessing. But as we see in verse 14, Israel actually crossed his hands, laying his right hand upon Ephraim and then his left hand upon the head of Manasseh. The right hand on the head of Ephraim, the left hand upon the head of Manasseh. And that's how he prayed for them. There are many people that call this the ex-blessing or or, it's a special ex-blessing or, or something like that. I don't see that exactly in scripture, <laughs> but I believe there is something very, very fruitful for us to understand from this, as you'll see in just a few moments, as you'll see in just a few moments. But it's, it's that's exactly how he did that. That's exactly how Israel prayed for them. Scripture actually specifically says that he did this wittingly. Scripture says he did it wittingly. That means that he was intentional in doing that. It was intentional. You know, even though Israel's vision was poor, even though his eyes began to dim, Scripture says, and he wasn't able to see like he used to. But we understand that he did not do this by mistake. He did not do this by accident. He he did this because he knew exactly what he was doing. He knew exactly what he was doing. I need somebody to type in chat, no mistake. No mistake. This, this wasn't a mistake that he made. This wasn't an accident. He knew why he was doing it. I want to share something with you right now that it's not a mistake it's not a mistake that you're in the places where you are right now some of you are in places that you did not imagine that you would be places that you didn't feel that you would be at this stage in your life at this point some of you are places older in life but yet you're in places of influence you're in places that God is wanting you to do some things you didn't think you'd be here some of you are younger and said no no I'm not going to have I'm not going to be able to do some things until I'm older but yet God has positioned you in some place and you're like what in the world am I doing here It's not a mistake. No mistake. No mistake. It's not a mistake. He's got you there for a reason. You're there for a reason. This was wittingly, wittingly that that Israel prayed for them. He knew exactly what he was doing and why there was a reason why the greater blessing was given to the younger son, given to the younger son. But I want us to catch. Keep keep going. Let's look at verse 16. Look at verse 16 with me here. It says, in fact, we're going to back up a little bit to uh, back in verse 15, where actually uh, Isaiah or, or I should say Israel begins praying for Israel, Israel begins praying. He says, God, before whom my father's Abraham and Isaac did walk, the God which fed me all my life long unto this day. I want to pause it for just a moment because I, I, I can almost feel him. He he felt that <laughs> he didn't just pray that haphazardly. Notice he said the God, which fed me all my life long unto this very day. Listen, he remembered when they were sitting there wondering where in the world they were going to how they were going to feed their family and how they were going to eat. He remembered that it wasn't that long ago and he sat there he said wait a minute his son sitting around not knowing what to do. He said look y'all go down to Egypt and you let them know that we have problems and see what they will give. He didn't know that his son was already there that God had already made a way but he knew he said listen my son may have been there but it was God that provided. He said you've been with me. You provided all the days of my life. Every time I was in need you were there. Every time I needed something, something, something to eat. I needed something sustenance I needed some strength I needed some hope God you provided for me you provided for me he prayed just that way and then he went on to say this in verse 16 the angel which redeemed me from all evil bless the lads Bless the last and let my name be named on them and the name of my fathers, Abraham and Isaac, and let them grow into a multitude in the midst of the earth. Here, Israel recognizes the angel, the angel or God, actually, as the one who delivered him from every evil situation that he went through, some that he calls himself. Some that others did to him. He said, listen, he's the one who delivered me out of all of them. Out of every last one of them. He recognizes that it was him. And as a grandfather, we see his heart's desire. We see his heart's desire to have the Lord bless his grandsons. He's saying, Father, if my name means anything, if there's any value in my name, God, if you can simply allow that to rest upon my grandchildren, if you can allow that to rest upon these two lads, oh, Father, I will be so grateful. He's letting them know. He's letting him know that he's asking for God to bless them, to bless them. He asked them to bless them, allowing them to carry the power of his name and the names of his fathers, Abraham and Isaac. Abraham and Isaac. He wanted them to be able to walk in the fullness of a relationship with the same God who had watched over him all of his life. The same way he said, I know, the same way you provide for me, Father, you'll provide for them. I want you just to bless them, Lord, to watch over them. Can you see it? Can you hear granddaddy praying? Can you hear granddaddy praying? Where he simply wants to see God move on his children, to move on his children, his grandchildren. His seeds seed. Glory to God. Glory to God. But- Thank you for listening to today's message. We pray that it was a blessing to you. If you're in the metro Atlanta area, we invite you to join us for our regularly scheduled services at Tabernacle of Worship. You will also be able to get this entire message. Please feel free to visit our website at www.taboworship.org. That's www.taboworship.org for more information.